What up? This is Yinkadiz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a tribute for the sophomore album of Missy Elliott, The Real World, released June 22nd, 1999. And this is our first album to uh, one of the hip-hop queens, hip-hop royalty, yeah. uh, Missy Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm curious, though, why, why... This is the one that... This is... This is the album from her, like, I guess, original trilogy that really sticks with you, right? Yeah. Why this one over Super Duper Fly and Miss E So Addictive? Good question. Um, I picked this one because I bought it. This okay. is the only Missy album that I actually went to the store when it came out and I bought it. Um, I should have bought Super Duper Fly. Okay. Um, but I did not. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like, I just, I feel like th there's so many things that I have to say about this album. Oh, good. Maybe more so than the last one. No, it, it's yeah. cool because I didn't buy any Missy album, though this was the one that I almost bought. Yeah. Because there's a song on here that is one of probably my favorite Missy Elliott song ever, which She's is on a, here. Yeah. That's that, that one. Is so fire, yeah. bro. And so fire. I almost bought this album. But the I think the thing for me, and we'll just get right into the, the Where Were You, was, uh -huh. was at this time, like, at this time, you, you once mentioned how, like, what the criteria it was for you to buy, like, an album from yep. an artist, especially if you didn't really know them, right? Yep, yep. They have to have, like, a certain amount of singles that you like, mm -hmm. maybe, like, a video or something that you liked, right? right. And, like, at this time in 1999 was, I'm, like, full-on Wu-Tang. So the right. albums, and, and I'm full-on, like, trying to MC. Uh -huh. So the albums that I'm really investing in are, like, hip-hop classics. Yeah. Right? So it's, like, okay... Blaze Magazine tells me that Nas is like the 10th greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> and people tell me that Illmatic is the illest shit ever. Right. So, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to buy Illmatic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy It Was Written. Right. I'm going to buy I Am when it comes out. Right. right? Like, you're telling me that Jay-Z is great. Okay, cool. I'm going to go back and listen to Volume 1. Right, right. I'm going to go back and listen to Reasonable Doubt. I'm going to go back and listen to Eric B and Rakim. Fuji right. Rap, Right. Right. Or, or so that was that was one thing I was doing. Or like somebody had to put me on to something, and I had to like it despite the radio play. So okay. a good example of this would have been something like uh, "Common One Day Would All Make Sense" mm -hmm. or like "Things Fall Apart." And these are things that my brother is putting me onto, right? Right. The only album that I I don't think my brother bought a Missy Elliott album, but the only like Timbaland Universe album that he bought was the Timbaland and Magoo. This yeah, is our world, that right? That was fire. And was it? Yeah, like, you like that album, like production wise. I guess. Okay, so so let me spoiler alert. Magoo is the worst rapper of all time. Like sure. like li literally the only I can only think of two people that are comparably bad to Magoo. Okay. Um, Silk the Shocker, Silk the Shocker. and Bizarre from D12. Oh yeah. Those are the only two rappers <laughs> that I think are in his class of terribleness. Chief Keef. So. I think he's better than that. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I, I'm not saying that the or what is it, indecent proposal or something, whatever that first, the first, well, the first one was, one was um, in our world. The first one is in our world. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that album though, like that was a game changer. So, I, so the thing for me, the reason why I don't think highly of that album okay. is because my brother used to listen to that album a lot. I was okay. in the car listening to that album a lot. Yeah, I went back to go listen to that album and this run. Okay. And with the exception of the songs that I specifically knew from back in the day, I don't remember anything, mm, right? Like, yeah. with the exception of, like, the singles and the stuff but that But there I was, was like, oh. like, three big singles on yes, there. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. My brother used to listen to the entire album, and I okay. only remembered the single. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember anything. I was like, really? But, like, do, None you, of these? do you listen to Timbaland for anything no, more than singles? But, but I didn't even remember the beats. Like, I just uh, didn't remember okay. anything about it. Okay. And so I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. I... I'm not trying to hate on the album. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I just wasn't, like, impressed with that, right? Got it, got it. And so I didn't get to these albums until, like, later in life. Maybe even, like, after college. Like, I think, like, Spotify came around, and that's when I went back to go listen to Super Duper Fly. Mm -hmm. This album, and so addictive. Yeah. And this album, even though I like them all, mm -hmm. I think is the one I like the least from those three. Really? I'll get to, I'll get to why. Okay. First of all, I think that this, this album, for me, is, like, a solid... It's it's not an A. It's a solid B plus for me. Yeah. So so if good. it's a tribute for you, that's cool. It's yeah. a solid B plus. If 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 I can make it a classic, I would. We don't need to. You um, can't then. 
Um, but this this is an album that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's not the one that would have that, that I would have picked to. It's not the one I thought that we would have done. I thought yeah. we would have done Super Duper Fly. But it makes sense yeah. if neither one of us really li- digested that album when it came out. It makes yeah. sense that we're doing this one. So you, this is the one that you bought for sure. So let's get into your where were you specifically? Yeah. Like, what was your mind space like when you when you got this album? When you listened to this album, where were you? Yeah. Um. So I'm in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think this is this is around that time when like I maybe fairly recently came to Virginia. Okay. And the reason I say that is because in looking in looking it up, the Slim Shady LP came out in February yeah. of this of this year. Yeah. This album comes out in June. Yeah. So so you know, I remember the Slim Shady LP was the biggest shit ever around the time that yeah. I got there. So I I would have moved to Virginia in December that that over that Christmas break. Okay. Um of of 98. Gotcha. So then this is June of 99. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm still kind of a new new-ish kid. Um and I remember <laughs> this is this is a funny a funny memory but I, I kind of had a love-hate relationship with the Missy thing. Reason being, I'll never forget my parents coming home in December, November of 98. You know, I'm I'm in in high school, I'm loving my life. I'm a ninth grader, you know, everything was wonderful and my parents say, "We're moving to Virginia. Pack all your shit." <laughs> And just being like, oh Virginia. man, like really, you know, like like oh like distraught about it. And I remember coming coming back to the you know the schoolyard or whatever with the homies, and being like, yeah, yo, my parents say I'm moving. Like, oh yeah, where you moving to? Virginia. They're like, ah, oh, nigga, who you gonna rap with, Missy? Huh? You gonna rap with Timberland? Who you gonna rap with? So like that was like I, like I just I got roasted for like, and I was and I was sad. Like I was actually sad. <laughs> Missy so, was dope so, though. So, but she was she didn't get that type of respect yeah. in the circles that because because you, you have to realize in Cali, she's you're not either, a bar spitter, right? Yeah. In Cali, we're either back backpack or yeah. we're gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I feel like Missy and Timbaland and Magoo were an interesting they trio were. because they were. because their sound was so different that you had to respect it. But at the same time, like my homies still, yeah, it was they were rapping about yeah. silly things. So yeah. like people didn't really take them seriously as rappers. Yeah. They just liked their music. Yeah. So uh so yeah, so that, that's that's like the main thing I remember about Missy. So when when I came and, and I'm I'm here, I'm still gangster rap and my backpack is on. I'm a yeah. ruckus nerd. I'm yeah. a, you know, yeah, sound bombing came out. Yeah, sound bombing came out that year. Like that, like that's the type of stuff that I like. Yeah. But at the same time, like Missy is is making you respect her. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing, um, I remember hearing She's a Bitch mm-hmm. and just being like, what? WTF. The next single was Hot Boys Remix and it had Nas on it. You know what well, I'm saying? Wasn't there so a remix like, with Q-Tip on it as well? I think it's all the same joint. Nas, Q-Tip, and Eve were on the were on the remix of Hot Boys and there was a video for it. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is, this is mind-blowing stuff. Um, Eminem is quickly becoming one of my favorite lyricists. Yeah. Redman is one of my favorite lyricists. There are names on here. Debrat, I love Debrat. Yeah. She was my favorite female MC at the time. So like these are people that I love Over and Lauren. I see them on uh, here. You said what? Over Lauren, interesting. 99? I mean, Fuji's score was 96. Yeah. Lauren bodied I, that shit. I think by 99, we kind of was like, okay, is Lauren gonna come back? Or? Oh, well, no, well, she did 90, uh, she did a miseducation in 98. Yeah, like August like June 9th or something, right? It was it was, yeah, uh, it was like August. It was August something. So maybe like, I don't know. She might have been, but I'm okay. saying like the brat was the brat's from Chicago, so she's gotcha. always oh, yeah, been yeah, one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. female MCs. So she, she, she dropped, but um, uh, but yeah. So I mean, like all of the 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 features mm-hmm. were the right features. Um, the, the, if you remember, the Matrix had come out. And the yeah. movie had had completely changed the game. Everybody's yeah. talking about the Matrix. So yeah. the fact that she took this like Matrix-like approach where it's like, oh, this is the future. This is the year 3000. I'm doing yeah. all this extra shit. The yeah. video was super futuristic. Yeah. Hype I, Williams. I loved... That yeah. might be one of my favorite Hype Williams videos. It was one of the most expensive videos. Yeah. I definitely prefer the She's a Bitch video over... Um, Something for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm talking about hype Williams productions. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that is one of my favorite hype Williams videos. It's it's great. Yeah. And, and so you know, I think all of the all of the kind of stars aligned here to where she had the even though head. She had, what even though the homies were gonna clown. Yeah, I still bought this Missy because I was like, I was like, this sounds like nothing I've yeah. I've ever heard before. Yeah, true. Um, and and so I I gotta hear where she's where she's going with it. Gotcha. So, yeah. How about you? Where were you? 
So this would be the summer of 99. And like I said, I I almost thought about buying this album. But my my thought on it was this. My thought on it was I like Mickey, Missy. I even like Missy in the Super Duper Fly area. Like I yeah. love the rain. Yeah. Right. Um was, is she on Up Jumps the Boogie? No. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like the best. And that's yes, B and yes. that's Capital. I hang low like she killed that shit. Yes. Like yeah. I, I I I loved Missy, but at the same time too. The things I was going to hip hop for, I wasn't going to Missy for. Okay. Because I had a hunch that I was like, there's nothing that the album is going to provide that I can't get from the hits. Okay. And that's kind of how I thought about it. And so okay. because of that, I was like, well, my money is going to be better spent going towards, I don't know, whatever backpacker hip hop <laughs> Wu Tang album. You were like, this You God album is way more important than this was, Missy. I think in 1999, it was probably like Killer Bees the Swarm or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? It was yeah, it, it maybe, yeah. who knows what it was. But right. like, that's kind of like where my money was was going towards. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so I just didn't, I just didn't buy this and I didn't get into this album. Well, I didn't even really get into this album when I when I did hear it. Okay. Um, because well, we'll, we'll kind of get into it, but um, yeah, that's just I don't know. In 1999, that's just kind of yeah, that's kind of where I was. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, should we do a critical reception? Yeah. What was it? So I think that this album probably has like around like a four out of five, maybe yeah, three and a half so, out of five. Summer four and a half out of five. Yeah. So I see all music gives it a four out of five. Entertainment yeah. Weekly gives it an A minus. Mm-hmm. Guardian, four out of five. Los Angeles Times, 4.5. Music, which I don't know that magazine, is a five out of five. Okay. Uh, Enemy is a seven out of 10. So, I mean, Okay, yeah, so these are these are favorable reviews. Solid, these are good reviews. favorable reviews, yeah. I think the one quote from the wiki that I think it was from Entertainment Weekly, they said, the real world marks uh, steps in several right directions, both the rap and for understanding the never-ending battle of the sexes, which yeah. is a theme on here. For sure. Which is addressed kind of all over the place. If you think about it. Yeah. It's say more. It's well, all right. Look, I'm going to say more, but I need to caveat that I'm going to come off sounding really funny. He about to mansplain the shit out of it. It's not even it's not even that. It's not even that. I'm not (laughs) mansplaining shit. (laughs) Right. But but I am going to sound ignorant and I and I get that. So if you're like, yo, this dude is acting a damn fool, fine, I get it. Yeah. But it's just like it's confusing. It's just it just makes me think about a whole bunch of things and I'm like, it's it's just weird because she's a lesbian, right? I don't think so. She's not. No, I don't think so. Okay, I thought she was. Uh, not that I know of. Oh, well then that. Okay, well then that. Never mind then. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think some of the confusing things though about it though was that, and we'll and and addresses some of my lowlights on here, okay. which is that it seems like there's like kind of a battle of the sexist things, but mm-hmm. then there's also like a battle of the women things, right? Okay. And I think that there's aspects of this album that haven't necessarily aged well. And you've talked about it as well. When mm-hmm. you talk about like Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B versus Remy Ma, whatever, Absolutely. right? Yeah. How you were saying that like, it's like a carryover from from like the 90s legacy where there can only be one mm-hmm. strong uh, female right. in the game. Highlander. Right? Day. Yeah, the Highlander. Thank, thank you. Yep. And it's just like, little Kim's contribution to this album I don't think is aged well at all and so there's there's aspects of it that are like that okay, I agree but then that. it's also like then, then you have but then it, it's it's compounded by the with the with the you don't know which has a, a strong appearance from from Lil Mo mm-hmm. but that's interesting because that's a song that really was kind of unnecessary because you had the boy is mine with Monica and Brandy which right. had better come out the year before and then you also have songs where it's like back to back uh, was it Stickin' Chickens, which is a song I love. Mm-hmm. And then like two songs later, it's We Did It. It's kind of like, yeah. these are songs that are kind of talking the same thing. No, it's just that. kind of like all over okay. the place. I'm getting a that. lot of different competing energies. Yeah. You had the brat who, if I am not mistaken, yes. is she not? She is. Yes. And yet she's just still talking about dicks and this, that, and the other. Which I think she's bi though. Because she, she, that, she famously dated uh, Allen Iverson. That is right. That is yeah, right. That is yeah, right. Yeah. That is right. And so there's like, there's a, all this energy that, like, and mind you, I'm hearing this as a grown man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I did not hear this album when it came out. Yeah. Right? So at least not those aspects of it. Yeah. And so I'm hearing it now and it's just like, okay. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it wasn't good, that it wasn't executed well. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, for me, it sounds like it's all over the place. Okay. And I sometimes had a hard time keeping up exactly if there was a thesis and it doesn't need to be a thesis. Yeah. Which is a highlight for me, actually, that the fact that there probably isn't one. Yeah. Because we often talk about 
like, oh, something has to be consistent. And it's like, right. it doesn't necessarily We listen to, to DMX albums where the nigga's killing people, raping people, and then on the next joint, he's telling us about how he loves God. Yeah, 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 So, I mean, you know. Yeah, just so, just nevertheless, though, there's just, like, a lot of that is kind of all over the place for me. It's just, it's a bit distracting because it's, you also can't help but to think about it. Yeah. It's, it's in your face, but uh, it's, yeah. it's weird. Got it. Um. So, yeah, so... What other uh, what other things stood out from you from the critical reception, if anything? Um, nothing specific. I think I think one of the things that you said is true that um, when people talk about Missy's albums, Super Duper Fly is the one that gets mentioned. I so think because be, so. because of the fact that this is like you said in that trilogy, yeah. you have Super Duper Fly, and and that has the rain on it. Yeah. That's probably her biggest, most iconic video and, and everything, right? Yeah, and then. Um, Get Your Freak On is on Missy So Addictive. So it's yeah. like, you have like the two biggest records of this person's career yeah. on the the other two albums. Yeah. And so that's the reason why this one probably doesn't get spoken about as much. And so even like the wiki is kind of, it's, it's kind of short. Like there's not, there's not a whole, whole lot here mm -hmm. about it, probably because of that. So my theory though, while I think that that's, I think that's valid, it is valid. I mean, because because you're, you're you're not wrong at all. Like, the half of so addictive were hits. Mm -hmm. Half of that record. Yeah. Like even songs that probably weren't meant to be hits ended up becoming like <laughs> sleeper hits. Right. right. Like I think there's a song with genuine on so addictive. Like mm -hmm. it's kind of like a sleeper hit, right? Okay. So this song, I think this album, I think has three hits on it. It's you're all in my grill. It's uh, she's a bitch, and it's the Hot Boys and Hot Boys remix. Is, mm -hmm. there, is there another one? I think that's those three. No, I think that's it. The um, Super Duper Fly has the rain. It has uh, Soccer to Me. It has the Beat Me Nine One One. Is there another one on there? I forget. Those are the ones here. I remember off the top of my head. The reason why I think that this album is weaker than those two is because I think, and this is unfair, but just as an exercise, okay. I think that if you took all of those albums and you took out like the staple hits, mm -hmm. this is the one that would be the weakest. Okay. Whereas like there's songs on Super Duper, like I hit him with the heat. That yeah. song oh, that was slim. a single. Too. That was a single? Yeah, that was a single too. I don't remember that. I hit him with the heat because she was like flying I in the video. Yeah. She was all like right, flying, I remember. Right, right. yeah. Well, nevertheless, nevertheless, I was still listening to that album and I was like, if I took out the singles, this is a more enjoyable album to me than this one. Okay, that's fair. Right? So, but nevertheless, I, I, I but you're still right though, because what yeah. So Addictive did was, the reason why I call it like the original trilogy is because mm -hmm. you could argue that So Addictive was the one that sparked her like real pop mainstream run. That yeah. the, the, the next three albums yep. that she came out with were all kind of like children of So Addictive. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, like, in the in the growth of an artist, mm -hmm. Super Duper Fly, the Real World, I think so addictive. I think that that's fair to call that like her 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 her, her initial trilogy. And I mean, even when she talks about this album, right? Like mm -hmm. she talks about one being very depressed because she was afraid of the sophomore slump, and so she okay. was really afraid to put this album out, and you know it got delayed because of that, etc. Um, Columbine had happened, and so yeah, and so that kind of had impacted. This is a dark how, album, right? It's very dark. And album. So like, how, like late, what labels wanted to put out as art, and mm. you know, and how, like, like even the record she has with Eminem, they talk about shooting shit up and all kind of stuff. That's just right? hilarious, though. I um, love that song. It is. It really is. <laughs> um, and and then um, additionally, um, this album doesn't sound like anything else that was out at the time. Yeah. And so what I was going to say was like hip hop had kind of started to move into different factions that we talk about. So yeah. it's like kind of us backpacker hip hop fans. And then what BG and the hot boys and yeah. all them niggas were doing in the South. Uh, yeah. Master P still going because yeah. this is 99. Yeah. You know, uh, I think MP The Last Don comes out in 99. Something so like so that, he's yeah. still popular. And, and you know, so, so those are kind of two different kind of factions of what popular hip hop looks like. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like Missy and Timbaland decidedly went in a completely different direction Which from, is good. from those. And, 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 and that's yeah. what I think is laudable here because I think when they first came out, they came out with a curveball, but it was the, it was their sound. Yeah. So, you know, Aaliyah, Genuine, Timbaland, Missy, like they had their own thing. Yeah. And then, you know, when this comes out, I don't know that it was so much a part of that canon. I feel like Missy just did a thing. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the, the Missy So Addictive and, and everything, like you said, is like a whole nother chapter of, of their movement. Yeah, well, uh, the thing about this album that's just different from Super Duper Fly and from the other projects, if we'll call them in the, in the Timboverse, if you will, is that 
Missy Elliott shares a co-producer credit on this album, yes. right? So even though all the beats are Timbaland, like Missy, Missy is in there talking, you know, programming, helping to, sure. helping to do whatever she wants with, with, with the direction of this album, right? Yeah. Whereas I think before, Timbaland was one of those like, you know, it, it feels to me like like the person that I would that I would put him in the in in like the conversation with would be someone like like a RZA okay. or like a Jay Dilla or a Will I Am mm -hmm. and himself like or even like a Pharrell right Neptune mm -hmm. right whereas it's like okay I'm going to produce all these albums and I'm going to have different personalities and come on it and do the thing right yeah. and the thing the reason why I thought specifically about Jay Dilla and uh, Will I Am mm -hmm. is that like we we did an album about Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Right? Behind and the front. Behind the front. And you weren't a big fan of that. Yeah. And the album that Panama and I were comparing it to was the Slum Village uh, volume. Destiny. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you thought that Black Eyed Peas sounded trash. And I thought, for lack of a better term, right? Mm -hmm. Just for simplistic, you thought the Black Eyed Peas sounded trash. And then I thought the Slum Village sounded trash. But mm -hmm. like there was something about the vibe that you could just get with. Right, right. right. And I think that Timbaland is kind of like the, in his universe, is kind of the same. Yeah. At least from the MC's perspective. Right. Because Timbaland doesn't sound good. Mm. Right. Magoo doesn't sound good. But Missy does. Mm -hmm. And so I think that he, he's got all this music. And the one talent that really stands out from right. a vocal perspective is Missy. Yeah. And so now you have you have her creative brain coming right. into the fray. Yeah. This this is like, okay, all those silly things that is kind of like, well, I'm a, I'm an MC and mm -hmm. I'm dope, but I'm not really a bar spitter, but it right. works. Right. We're going to really lean into that in ways that in some ways it was effective. In some ways, mm -hmm. in some ways I didn't necessarily enjoy. Okay. But I will say it was all effective in terms of creating that own unique sound. And then of course yeah. we see like the creative mind who Missy Elliott ultimately becomes in all yeah. of her videos. Because yeah. she's the Best video maker. So I have her and Busta Rhymes. Her and Busta, and it's not, yeah, nobody it's, else It really is close. isn't close. Yeah. It really isn't close, right? Um, but like the music, like, there's like a marriage between the two. Yeah, and, and something that you said that I want to comment on, um, we can't underrate or discount her contribution to the production as well. Yeah. Because I think after Super Duper Fly, I think pretty much everything after that, they literally were producing side by side. Mm -hmm. Like she's touching buttons or telling him what to touch. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that I always just thought growing up, even owning this album and having the credits and flipping through them, that it was just Timbaland, Timbaland making the beats. Yeah. And him and Missy are so cool that she just gets a producer credit. Yeah. But then when, you know, So so Gone by Monica comes out and some right. of these big records, Turn the Lights Off uh, with, by Tweet, yeah. some of these great, amazing R&B records that are produced by Missy, mm -hmm. not Missy and Timbaland, Missy. Missy yeah. I'm like, okay, no. Missy has her own production yeah. and creative brain. And so like, we see that here, you know, like they're producing side by side on this album. Yeah. Uh, should we get into the highlights and uh, lowlights? Let's do it. So let's start off with, let's start off with the lowlights because I want to end on, on a positive note. I said before about like some things that didn't age well. And I think that like Little Kim's contributions don't necessarily age well. I agree. Um, but I think more specifically that there's some songs in here that kind of sound like that. There's some songs in here that kind of sound the same, too similar for okay. me. They kind of have the same vibe. And not only that, they're sequenced too close together. Okay. And I so it's kind of like it was hard. It's hard for me to really get into a good flow and a good groove at this album. Um, and that's just, that's that's kind of it. So, you know, the, there's a bunch of songs and when we get through the track for track analysis and I'll, yeah. I'll say which ones are kind of give me too much of that same vibe. Yeah. Um, but the other thing too, I think that sometimes while there's some people that outshine Missy on here that I wasn't expecting her to get outshined by. Okay. If that makes sense. There's really? one in particular that's kind of like, that's surprising. Okay. But um, that's going to be real surprising when it comes to it. But um, that's kind of those are kind of like my only overarching lowlights. Word. Um, I do, said do, if do I you... if I had to have lowlights, uh, Lil Kim as a narrator. Okay. I said I know so you little, and I agree on that. Yeah, I said yeah. I know that Lil Kim is the queen bee, but I didn't completely understand why the through line had to be like her cussing people out. Um, she sounded and, drunk, and I would have preferred to hear her rap on the album than just yeah. like talking. Um, yeah. My second is um, I wish Hot Boys Remix was on this album. Yeah. Um, I said the song is so big and star studded that I can't listen to the version without Nas and Q Tip and M Eve and all of them. Like I can't even listen to it. So that's, that's interesting. That I don't have a problem with either version. I'm good with both versions. Yeah, this one's all right. But I, I you know, I, the, the version that I know, and maybe it's because 
I was DJing at this time and, you know, we immediately picked up the version with Nas and, yeah. and had Nas's verse going every yeah. time. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, overarching highlights. Why don't you, why don't you start it off with? Sure. And I've got lots. Um, there, there are, there are lots yeah. of highlights. So I said the biggest highlight is the chemistry between Timbaland and Missy. Yeah. Um, I said they're a real Jordan and Pippen style combo and there's so much trust and synergy between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my second highlight is risk. Okay. I said uh, there's a lot of artistic risk taken here from song yeah. structure to production style and even yeah. some of the feature choices. Um, and then so then I'll go to the features, right? Um, I, I said the features are star-studded, but yet not overcrowded. Mm-hmm. And I said, but Missy doesn't duck any fights. Yeah. Um, with the exception of like a cannabis or a twister, she pretty much has all the lyricists that everybody was afraid to rap next to on yeah. her project. And she goes toe-to-toe with them and she doesn't entirely get outclassed. Um, and I said she also features artists from everywhere in the United States except for the West Coast. And she even has an artist from Jamaica. Uh, production, the production is excellent and it doesn't sound like anything else that was out at the time. Yeah. Um, my fifth, I've got two, two more. Go ahead. My Keep fifth going. is is Ladies First. Um, okay. I said, you know, back to the features, Missy always seemed to have no problem putting other female talents around her. Mm-hmm. And this project is no different. And I said, this features Nicole Ray, who she's already introduced us to. Yeah. It introduces us to Little Mo, yeah. who had kind of already been on, on a Nicole Ray project, but this mm-hmm. is her first you know, Missy, big, you know, type of, of, of situation. Um, it gives us a little Kim as a faux narrator, yeah. which is whatever. Um, it features a young superstar in Aaliyah, mm-hmm. the brat from Chi-Town, a dance hall pioneer, Lady Saw, mm-hmm. um, and a young Beyonce pre-writings on the wall, yeah. which, you know, hadn't even come out yet. It comes, right. it comes out the next month. So that's huge. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I said Tambor. I said, uh, Missy weaves in and out between rapping and singing so seamlessly that you often forget or can't distinguish the genre on some of the songs here. That's so, true. Those are mine. Those are, those, are, those, are, those are good. I mean, and I wanted you to go first because mm-hmm. you pretty much hit on everything I was going to hit on. I mean, I, obviously, I have Timbaland as a, as a highlight. Yeah. But um, I have features. Yeah. And the fact that, like, she really lets the feature shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Eminem has that two and a half verses on here. I know. Redman's got two verses, right? Yeah. Like, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. Um, variance in the song structures. Yes. Was something that you had mentioned. But mm-hmm. that, to me, is... You're always going to get points with me. Right. If you can have a song that, like, just switches it up. Especially in a time frame where all the songs were three verses, three hooks. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's it. I was going to say that, like... I wasn't sure how to articulate it because I do think that this album is is kind of dark. Uh-huh. But nevertheless, like there's also still kind of like, like I don't want to say like a fun quality about it, but yeah. there is still kind of like a light, like a bounce to it. Yeah, but it's like um, it's like it's dark, but it's also like not. It doesn't feel like it's taking itself too too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Missy um, has like a silly, like almost kiddish quality yeah. to some of her lyrics, just in general. Yeah, yeah. which which to me like. It, it works because we, mm-hmm. in the last episode we did, we talked about Fabulous, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay, you could have leaned into that and given us something. Instead, I can't take you seriously at all. Right, right. Where it's like, no, this is like your intention. And yeah. so it's like, this is this is, this is is the type of album that's like paving the way for someone like Ludacris to do back for the first time. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who's one of the key producers on that album? Timbaland. Timbaland, yeah, right? That makes sense. Um, So those are, those are my overarching highlights. So let's okay. get into this track for track analysis, right? All right. Do we need to mention anything with Mysterious Intro? No. No? I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say about it. All right. Beat Biters. Fine. I don't, I don't really have much to say about that either. This is uh this is one of my lowlights. And okay. I think that I think that in the context of this album, like I said, there's like four or five, maybe even six songs that all kind of had like the same kind of like feel to me do you mean by production wise or production do you mean, okay. wise and like the the like her delivery and yeah. everything like that and like the pacing of them it just all kind of feel like yeah, this kind of feels like that kind of feels like this song yeah, yeah like i feel like i just i heard this before yeah and i think the worst of all of them is beat fighters yeah right that's fair. i feel like it's unnecessary but yes. the one thing that i do like is it kind of calls to you know you're a beat biter dope style taker right like she's yeah. She's calling to the, uh, he's the DJ, I'm the MC type of, of deal, which um, 
I, I kind of like. Like, she's yeah. taking up for Timbaland. Um, but I agree. Like, the song is, is kind of unnecessary, which is why I don't have much to say about it. The other thing, too, is that <laughs> I don't like how there's, like, a filter she uses on her voice at part of it, like, when she's screaming. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish that, like, maybe this is because I just love Get Your Freak On so much because on that, she just shouts. Yeah, she just shouts. And that would have sounded much better on a song. But maybe, like, Beat Biters wasn't supposed to be all like a hype track, but I don't know. There's yeah. something about it. It just yeah, I don't I just, love this song at all. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, it's a low light for me. Okay, I don't have any low lights, but I, you know, it's it's such a mud light that I don't even have anything to say about it. I have four low lights. That is one oh, of them. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but the other the other two are 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 obvious. Okay, Little Kim. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Bussa Rhyme featuring Eminem. Many things to say about this. Okay. Positive uh, things? Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is Slim Shady LP Eminem, right? Yeah. Um, so he tr- had dropped it in February this year. This is Eminem. He's on the rise. He's the great white hope. Niggas are ducking this fight. Yeah. Like, like people do do not want to rap next to this guy because yeah. he's he's with the, the shits. Yeah. But Missy is not ducking the, the smoke at all. Um, and uh, And I think, you know, not only is Missy not ducking the smoke, like you said, she basically gives him his own yeah, song. She gives him his Why own don't song. you bust a rhyme for me, Slim Shady? Now I'm going to get the fuck out the way yeah, 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 and let yeah. you rap. And then he raps. Yeah. Um, side note, and I actually wrote this down. I don't want to belabor the point, but I find it interesting that he says, there's three things I hate. Girls, women, and bitches. Right? <laughs> and, 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 and it's really on brand for Eminem. Yeah, especially at that time, yeah. But like, was he the first incel rapper? Oh, yeah. Like, I thought, was he I thought, the first rapper that, like, hated women and, like, it was clear and obvious that he hates them? I thought that that's... I thought that was, like, a like a, a, a talking point from, like, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think we talked about that on the Marshall Not Matters even just us. Point. I thought that was something uh, in the general oh, that, like, I didn't know Eminem that. was an incel. I thought, I thought we were we were being uh, revolutionary and tongue-in-cheek by saying that. Babe, I don't know. I feel like that's... I, that sounds like, a, like an argument I've heard before. But isn't it interesting... That Missy on this on on this feminist yeah, album yeah. has this incel guy who's talking yeah. about how he hates girls, women, and bitches. That's really interesting to me. Yo, that that was one of the things that's confusing about the tone. It's just right. that like, all right, you're talking about this, and yet you have, you know, you, you have Eminem on here. You have Redman's not. Think, I don't think Eminem's the. I don't think Eminem at the time was seen as somebody who hated women yet. Fine, fine. Maybe yeah. that, okay. You know what? That's fair. But it for an album, it it was celebrating a lot of dudes in this album. I felt like okay. You know what I mean? Maybe. But he, she celebrated a lot of women too. She did. But yeah, did. I, I feel like on this verse, he kind of said the silent part out loud. Like he's like, "Yo, I hate women." It's like, "Whoa, bro!" Like <laughs> nobody even asked you. <laughs> so that's wild. But okay, back to the praise. Um, I absolutely love the last verse. His last um, verse or hers? Both, yeah. but his last verse, his last verse is, is insane. I'm homicidal and suicidal with no friends, holding the gun with no handle, just a barrel in both ends. Spring text at you until you see your fucking legs with the bullet holes and the exit wounds laying next to you. Fucking mad dog, foaming at the mouth. Fuck mouth, my whole house is foaming at the couch. Jumped out of the 93rd floor of a building and shot up your window out on the way down to the ground. Woke up to a hospital staff, got up and laughed, chopped him in half, suffocated the like what? Like body the, the part where it says like fell out the building yelling, keep moving. Yeah, to me, to me, um, chopped him in half, got up and laughed, suffocated an oxygen mask. Like yo, he bodied so, this shit. So I, I, I spoke before about how like if you're gonna just like spit rhymes for spitting rhymes sake right like mm-hmm. don't give me a song just give me yes. a dope bar over like a quick like uh you know 16 bar loop or whatever 24 bar loop right and just like go on to the next one like don't try to give me songs right right and so like this is the eminem that i love this is the eminem that's on like like the the, the sway and tech eminem right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this place is my house i might as well erase my face with white out because y'all can't see me like mace's eyebrow kind out of a nice house through the front window and heard this guy shout hey that's <laughs> right, like, and it, this this one he says like, uh, fuck foaming at the. He said, fuck my mouth, uh, my my house, house is foaming, foaming at, at the couch. couch. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the Eminem that that, yeah. that I'm here for. It. It's yeah. the Eminem. This is the same on um on sound bombing because any man, yeah, but like like it's it's that Eminem that I love, yeah. and the fact that like it's not a whole album of that with like 
songs trying to be songs in between. It's just bars mm-hmm. like I'm here for it. This is definitely a highlight. For yeah, me, for sure. But I mean, I love what I love about it is like because I actually don't think that Eminem's first two verses are amazing for Eminem, no, but they're fine. No, they're you know? fine, yeah. And then the beat changes in yeah. the way that only Timbaland was doing yeah. at this time. Yeah. And then he just comes back with this crazy verse. Yeah. And then Missy raps too. And it's like, okay. I actually wasn't feeling her. I liked her hook on this. Mm-hmm. There were parts about her, like when she gets into like the little kid voice. Yeah, and it's she's raining, kinda, raining. Is that? I agree. I, I, I didn't like, like that part. But I think that you didn't know off this time. I mean, you know, it's just Missy. That's her 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 shit. Well, but then she gets a I'm about to mm-hmm. 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 like that's like that's the Missy that I want. Yeah. Right. So I, I was I was kind of like for me, it was like an uneven performance from her, but nevertheless, like this song is still a highlight for me. Right. Um Eminem, I think, ultimately kills this shit. Yes. And like the choice to give him two and a half verses is like is great. Yeah, I so, agree. Any yeah. other thoughts on it? Nah, I um uh, is it this is a really good Eminem beat. In fact, so much mm. so that like it made me wonder. I was like, wow, could like could Eminem and Timbaland had done a an album? I wonder, or at least at like an EP. Because yeah. you're right, like the, like it it sounds quirky like Eminem, yeah. but at the same time, it still hits. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. So next one we have all of my grill and is this a highlight for you? Absolutely. Okay. This is a run for me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I absolutely love this song. Yeah, this, um, this is definitely a highlight for me. And I've spoken on, you know, loving, you know, violins and orchestral yeah. instrumentation. So the, the the production on this is lush. Uh, Missy and Nicole Ray sound amazing on this shit. Nicole like, Ray is so sexy. Their voices are great. Yeah, the video, absolutely. Nicole Ray. I don't even remember the video. Oh, I, oh, I remember the video. <laughs> she had that like mocha brown with the, with the, with the, Puckery lip gloss. Yeah. Why you all in? Why? 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 <laughs> yo, yo. Yeah, yo, this shit. This song, this song oh. was amazing. I remember we, oh man. I remember when this came out, like I was in art class and like mm-hmm. my, 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 the guy who sat next to me, he was just like, he was just like, why you all in my girl? Cause we just <laughs> love this song. It was so it's, good. It's so good. Uh, I love Nicole Ray. I love her voice. Yeah. Um, And of course at this time, um. Outcast was my favorite group. Yeah. So, the big boy verse at the end, you know, yeah. you don't even need it because the you song is so it. great. But, I don't, I don't mind but it, but I don't it's, mind it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an unnecessary contribution. It's just like, all right, if you want to throw it on there, cool. You know, I'll take it. Right. I'll take I it, thought man. it was funny that he said, "I will jam thee and slam thee and Bobby Boucher your ass cheek." Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Water Boy was like a big movie back then. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that's where that's from. Yeah, oh, Bobby Boucher. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fine. But uh, definitely, definitely a highlight for me. Yeah, for, for sure. So good. For sure. Um, Dangerous Mouse featuring Redman. Highlight. If it were uh, not for the beat, it'd be a highlight for me. This is Missy's best verse on the on the album, correct? I haven't thought about that. It's the M-I, the S-Y. If you try, then you'll die. I don't take no mercy on you suckers. So would you still be in love, baby? If I cut your, your throat, throat, cut yeah. the jokes. I ain't got... Yo, yeah. she bodied she does. that she does. shit. What? So, so it's, not, it's not a low light for me. It's not a low light for me. I think yeah. my... if I, Maybe I should address this when, if, if, I, if I decide to make it a classic in my vision. Okay. We can do that at the end. But it's, okay. it's not a highlight for me for, for reasons. But why don't you continue talking about the song? Um, I think this shit is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is Missy's best rapping on here. Um, I think that Redman kills the shit. He does kill I it. think that she... Redman comes to the fight and Missy comes to the fight yeah. too. Like she it, she cleared out for Eminem. Yeah. She did not clear out for Redman. Yeah. And they they trade verses in the yeah, in yeah, the yeah, second yeah. in the second verse. Um but um I think Redman ripped it and I think Red, the whole, Redman killed everything in this time frame. Yes. He yeah. sure did. Um but I think oh, the whole God. the whole theme that Missy was trying to go for with this whole matrix futuristic thing. To me yeah. this is the beat that actually fits it the most with the dun, 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 dun. It sounds like a like a horror movie, like a futuristic horror movie or something like that. And then Missy is just like the way she wrote it was perfect for what it was. I got you. Yeah. Okay. But you yeah. felt differently. Well, I'll talk about this when I do my making a classic. I think in the context of the album, like I said, when I, we're talking about runs, it's just like I don't know. I I just there's there's changes I would have made to this beat. Yeah. So that's okay. it though. Yeah. And then we get into uh, Hot Boys. Yeah. And and I, I I highlighted that this is a highlight for me, but the yeah. only thing I put in my notes was the remix though. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> so this ends my run, but like I said, even this time around, I couldn't listen to it because I need the remix. I 
Love the remix, actually. And it's so yeah. weird, too, because I remember when it came out, I was like, well, if it's Hot Boys, why aren't there any Hot Boys on the song? And not only that, but there were no Hot Boys on the remix either. And it was weird because they have the Hot Boys on the album, but yeah. they're not on the song. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was, agree with that. I was, I was, I was like, like, why? But but, but in retrospect, I don't care because yeah, the remix is fire. It is. But I also think the original is fire, too. Yeah, you know it is. I mean? And I mean, I love Little Mo. And okay. this is the introduction of Little Mo here. Her, yeah. she, her voice is stacked on this. Yeah. So I mean, yes, I love it. I love, I love the vocals. I love, I love the beat. I love everything about it. Yeah. Um, and it, it was so weird too because I remember like at the time the song came out, I was actually initially resistant to it because mm-hmm. I hated Cash Money. Okay. Like I, I, I respected Juvenile, but like the rest of them, I fucking like <laughs> BG and Birdman and Many Fresh. And Lil Wayne, like so I thought, we, they all sounded so garbage. So we already know what, what you're, how you're gonna feel about. It. You can't resist. Oh no, I love that shit. Oh yeah, um, I'm talking about at the time. Okay, at the time, right? Like, cause I didn't mm. listen to this album back then. Okay, right. But at the time, I was initially resistant to Hot Boys because I hated the Hot Boys so much. Gotcha. But the song was so good, and the beat hit so hard, and Q-Tip mm. and Nas and that remix were so dope. That I was like, mm. man, this this just kind of fucking fire, dog. Like, <laughs> one of the things that I will say that that started to grate on me, and it started right around this on this album is like the um what i'll call like the 90s early 2000s era theme battle of the sexes themes yeah so like the like nigga if you ain't buying my shit if you ain't paying bills fuck mm-hmm. you or i love those boys that got all this money and they got these cars i just like the materialistic themes and shit it are works annoying. on here though this song is cool but then and we'll talk about it when we start to get to some of the other songs later okay. in, in in the track listing it starts to grade on me personally I, I love it on here though because there's just like there's kind of like an innocence mm-hmm. to her about it. She's like, hey, you're a hot boy. Like, I wanna ride in your car. I yeah, wanna like, yeah. oh, you got all this stuff. I love it. Like, I'm here for it. Like, but I'm soaking like, it all up. But then it's like, I'm a bitch. I got all my own shit. I got money. Fuck y'all. It, That's in the rest of the album though, right? That's what I'm saying. Yep, not on this song though. Yeah, on this yeah, song, yeah. I love it. I'm here for all of it. Like, okay. I think it's great. Yeah. So, uh, but now we get into to You Don't Know featuring Lil Mo. Um, yeah, this was this was a low light for me. Okay. I think it was kind of like it's an energy kill after the Hot Boys. Okay. And I think that had this came out before The Boy Is Mine, I think I would have been cool with it. But like it's mm. so aggressive. Like these these two girls are actually like looking like they're ready to fight, right? Mm. Which is fine. I'm like, if, if that's what you want to do, like I'm not here to mansplain and tell you you can't do that shit, right? Yeah. But it's also still just like I don't know. I think for me, it was just like an energy kill. Yeah, I, I and, and and the song. It's not like the. It's not like the song itself was musically amazing. I agree. I think that musically it wasn't amazing. Yeah. I think that it, it kind of attempted to do some like, I don't know, girl going against girl type of shit. Yeah. But like you said, like I didn't even think about the timing that that the boy's mind was already out. So it's like I we, had to look that up. we don't even really need this, like you know, and so. I mean, these types of songs never really did it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boy Is Mine is so musically amazing yeah. with what Dark Child Plus is it's, doing. It's iconic, the video, yeah, Brandy it's, Monica, Makai exactly. Pfeiffer. All that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't need this song. It didn't do anything for me. The, the only thing I thought was was funny about it was, um, I remember this was when I was in, this is, this is back when I used to blog. I'm not sure if you ever read my blog. It was all right. But I had this one thing. It was like a funny piece where I said like, um, men call dibs, women call claims. Okay. And, it, and it was basically the premise was, is like, the, the a dude will call uh, dibs on a girl, so he gets the first crack, and if it doesn't succeed, then like, whatever, his boy can come holler, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, a woman will call claims on a dude, and even if, she, even if he's not feeling her, none of her other girls uh, can entertain his advances, even years after the fact. And it, and it was it was kind of tongue in cheek, yeah. but at the time, like I wrote this back when I was like, I don't know, like 27, uh-huh. right? So this is a very 20 year old like mentality. Right. But it was like, it was true though. Like mm-hmm. I, I, there were true examples of what I was saying, where right. I was like, I, I knew women who was like, no, like I like him. I know he'll never holler at me, but you can never talk to him, even though, I never have a chance with them. Mm-hmm. But this, when she when she said what she said about like, oh, dudes will have sex with the same chick and just laugh it off. But like, 
you better not have chick. You never better ha- not have sex with this dude because if you do, mm. I'm gonna come and kill you and smash your windows mm. and all this other stuff. Like something she, about it was just I, I kind of just chuckled when I heard. I it. chuckled when she said that at the beginning of the yeah, song. Yeah, at the but beginning. The, but then the whole song, she's still doing what yeah. she's saying is wrong. I just I didn't understand what she was trying to get across. Here. And that that comes back to what I was talking about in terms of like the theming. I'm like, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, like it, it approaches yeah. it. It's hard for me to really nail it on and say like, well, this is what Missy yeah. Elliott is, defe- is saying about fe- feminism or right, about right, womanhood right. or about whatever. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't have to say anything about it at all. But like, this is a song that when you listen to it, you can't help but think that. And then when the context of the album, there's a lot of songs that are like, are really kind of hitting hard. So you're like, yeah. well, what is it that you're saying? I'm, I'm mm, confused. Interesting. So, okay. but this was, this was a low light for me for that reason. Okay. Musicality is kind of, musically it's kind of like a buzzkill. And then mm. the subject matter wise, it's just a little like, is this necessary? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but then we get into uh, Mr. DJ and uh, I'm assuming this is a highlight for you. Like no. you saw, it's not, okay. Uh-uh. It's not a highlight for me. Okay. Um, I think that I would actually like this song more though, if, some of the other songs that I like were either adjusted or like removed from the album. Because again, this is another one that kind of like has that same energy I agree. of songs that are kind of like... I would have put this at the end. And the, the one thing I said about this was um, one of the things that I always admired about Timbaland and the Neptunes mm-hmm. um, is that they would create kind of their own takes on like an island vibe. Yeah. Um, like, you know, they did records with like Beanie Man. And, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And, and the, the, these songs would like fit seamlessly on their albums yeah and it didn't seem like they were like trying to like do anything that was crazy outside of their yeah. wheelhouse or anything like that um and they just let the artists come and just do them and they just did them um and so i thought it was a cool idea to feature lady saw because lady saw is such a you know she was like a a, a pioneer yeah. you know kind of in 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 the dance hall space in this time frame um so i thought it was dope to have her on there with the whole feminism angle and like yeah. and having female collaborators and stuff like that yeah so now we get into the interlude, checking for you, featuring Lil Kim, and uh, this is a low life for me. I said I don't get the need for any of this Lil Kim part, and I said, and the rhyme sung part doesn't add enough for me that that this matters. The sad thing is, I actually think Missy Elliott is dope on this interlude, right? Like it, it, it. I thought it was great, but Lil Kim. Like she's really over the top. She's really aggressive. Like, and she two sounds types drunk. Of bitches that I. So I'm like, what are you? What are you saying? And then I, I think the other thing too is when she shouts out like, all like she's. These are clearly shots at Foxy Brown, right? Oh, I didn't even think about. Well, her who like else that. would they be? Because the two, the two women who yeah. were battling in terms of the MC in yeah. that in that space were obviously is it Foxy or Kim, right? That's true. Which is uh, ironic because if That's we're talking true. lyrically. Lauren Hill bodies both of y'all in her sleep, <laughs> right? Especially around this time, she bodies both of y'all, right? Yeah, she wasn't doing um, the materialistic raps like they were. Right, right, right. But then, like, the thing, too, is that, like, all right, Mary is the queen of hip-hop souls, so she's uh-huh. obviously, like, on that GOAT-level status, no uh-huh. doubt. But it was, like, she's bigging up all the women who are, who, in my mind, I don't know. This is, I don't want to take shots <laughs> at Little Kim. I don't. Like, I don't want it to sound a little disrespectful to Little Kim because I do think she was a... a I think she made great contributions to hip hop, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's just like there's something about this track. It just I, I don't know how this would have landed back then. How did this land back then at the time? I skipped it. You skipped it. Okay, for, for me, I mean, yeah, the, 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 these songs never got played. Okay, just because now I listen to it, I'm like, this song. If, if this was an interlude that people liked back then, there's no way this this interlude has aged well. Is all yeah. I can really say about it. Yeah, I had this shit on CD, so this was getting skipped. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, so now we get to uh, Stickin' Chickens featuring Aaliyah and the Brat. <laughs> so I feel like back in the day when this came out, because of the subject matter, it just didn't resonate with me and I just didn't listen to it. But I, I actually think this song is okay. I, I, I like that it has a very uh, debasement sound. Yeah. You know, basement. Um, that was their the original group that was Genuine, Missy, uh, the, the Jodeci people were in it. Okay. You know, all the folks that were in Dalvin's basement or whatever. But um, it has like a very like them yeah. Um, like type of, of sound. Um, the subject matter starts to grade on me though. That that, that battle of the sexes, nineties, oh you gonna stick them chickens. But I do like the Yeah. This is a highlight for me. <laughs> okay, why? Because I, I I it's because of that, like musically, all right, so this is another one of the songs that kind of sounds like that five or six songs that are just kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, if if you took if you took all the hot songs away from this album and you just had like an EP of these six songs, like no one would listen to it, right? That's fair. Um, 
And so because of that, like that's like filler working against each other. But this is one of the fillers that work, right? I think it works because musically is good. I think he, Aaliyah is on here, which, yeah. which I just missed Aaliyah. Yeah, and then the, the Brad is on here and I think she shines. And I'm I love like, the Brad. You can have you can have a song where with the subject matter sticking chickens. I think mm -hmm. the problem is that two tracks later you have We Did It, which is essentially the same thing. Right. But like if you got rid of that one and you kept this one, like this is this is cool. I agree. I agree. This is cool. Yeah, yeah, this is a highlight for me. Yeah. So uh, next one. Uh, one. One thing I do want to say, though, like there's a whole lot of, yo, this nigga ain't shit. He cheating on me songs on here. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I hope this isn't really Missy's life. Like, I, I hope yeah. she didn't go through these things in real life. And she's just drawing on other people's experiences. Well, which, which, OK, so you have sticking for you have uh, sticking chickens and then you have we did it. Which other ones? I feel like there's more because um, because. All of my grill doesn't really count. All of my grills won. But that, but that's such a dope song that that, that doesn't. But it's really still count. the it's still the same subject matter. Yeah, but that's that's not that. I'm that's, like, it's I'm it's like not as pronounced. Half as of the ones. okay, half if not more than half of the songs that are about men are about why is this nigga cheating on me? Fuck this nigga. Well, he, blah, you blah, also blah, had blah. checking for you though. So when she comes on on checking for you, it's like I came to his door and I did this and I did all this freaky shit. Okay, you yeah, know. I guess. Um, you also have crazy feelings. Oh, although wait, she, oh she gets her heart broken. Mm -hmm. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I, I just I, 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 I as a human hope that she as a human did That's not fair. have all these terrible experiences. If so, Missy, I'm sorry. We love you. I hope Missy's I hope great. that you're having great you know relationship experiences now. Uh, smooth chick. <sighs> the the one thing I wrote here was this almost sounds like the beat that turned into You Owe Me by Nas. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, for for me, it's a highlight for one reason only. I think the song gets really repetitive. I'm a and smooth it, chick. I'm a cool chick. I'm a smooth chick. I'm as it cool as chick. it progresses, you're like, all right. It it for all of the songs that have a varied structure, this one needs it. Yeah. But what I will say, the reason why it's a highlight for it is that I think that this beat, the template for this beat, set up the template for a lot of beats that came afterwards. Yeah, like I think licks, this is like, You Owe Me. You Owe Me, even like Lick Shots. Okay, mm, yeah. Time to, or even like uh, some of the stuff that like uh, Timbaland did with like um, like the joint, like he did with CeeLo with like the, the horn. Oh, I'll be like, around. You know what I mean? Like there's there's like there's like elements of the, like with with the horns, like the mm. way he the way he digitizes and even, manipulates the horns. Even maybe dirt off your shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's just it just kind of reminds me of like oh this is like a step into yeah. like like post so addictive but, Timbaland. But all of those songs are better than this song. That's probably no no yeah. I recognize that. Yeah. I recognize that. It's I just wanted to maybe this song is not a highlight. I just wanted to highlight that aspect of it. Okay. Like that's, yeah, that's something fair. that's something that I appreciated about this song. Yeah. Um so then we get into we did it. And we kind of spoke about this one a little bit. So this is a low light for you, right? It's not a low light because I think I, I actually think Missy sounds good on here. Yeah, but it's just again, it's just like mm. yeah, it's a mel light for me. I yeah. said I'm really cool on the heavy breathing at the beginning, yeah. and the subject matter is very old for me now. And I said the beat is just okay. Yeah, um, I think she sounds good on here, but it's it's not a highlight. It's not a low light though. Yeah, um, it's, it's 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 okay. I think that I think that perhaps had it been sequenced differently mm -hmm. and it was spaced out. From sticking chickens, yeah. Um, this song might have, I might have felt more positively about it, but maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so now you have my next low light. Throw your hands up, interlude, little kin. It's crazy because I said I didn't have any low lights, but if I have a low light, this is the one. Um, yeah, this is really unnecessary to me. Uh, both little Kim, who sounds bad, and then Missy's refrain. I don't even like that. The beat sounds bad. Like all of it is bad to me. I guess the counter would be, well, how do we feel about? MCs, dudes who justify like, well, this is why I'm saying nigga, like suck a nigga, or whatever, right? For me, it's not, it's not the the theming or the mm -hmm. subject. It it's it sounds bad music to me. It does sound bad. Yeah. It so I'm like, I don't bad. care what she's saying. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm cool. She's a bitch. Yeah. Oh well, true. True. Yeah. Well, let's talk about she's a bitch, right? Hey. The highlight of highlights. This song, this, hey. this might is 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 quite possible that. This is my favorite Missy Elliott song. It's quite yeah. possible. Oh man, it's definitely up there. I love this joint. I love, it, love, love this song. I, I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and say that it is uh -huh. be, because if I had to take every single Missy Elliott song off the earth, this is the last one that I would keep. <laughs> like like this is this is the last one that I would. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. This is no, this this is the one that would make the cut. Right, right, right. Um, 
I can't say enough positive things about this song. I love Musically, it. It, it, it was a game changer. I remember, I remember mm, mm, when the mm, video came mm, out, mm, I literally mm, walked, mm, walked mm. up to the TV and I was just transfixed yes. at everything I was hearing, at the imagery, the video. She shaved her head. Yeah. She had... It was black and white. Um, she had the, the 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 like the way the light contrasted with like the white shine, like the way everything like like hit like the reflection of her skin off her lips, like everything was. It was like in the water. There was Missy <laughs> Elliott was like coming out of the ocean. Oh my god, this is just like a piece of art. Yeah, for sure. Holy shit, this song was I. I almost bought this album, and this is not like an artist that I was gonna like go out and buy. I almost yeah. did because this song was fucking spectacular. Yeah, it's still amazing. Well, I it's did. Still I amazing. did buy it, so I, I feel you. I agree. Oh my god, I can't say enough positive things I, about this I wrote, song. I wrote. I almost asked you to play the song at my wedding because I love I, this song oh, so man, much. Well, actually, that might. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. It, it's not yeah, a wedding and song. And everybody but... would have been like, uh, "Wait, her <laughs> husband asked you to play. She's a bitch." You know me. You know I, I wasn't gonna do it, but I, I was like, man. But like, let's say he just randomly played it, I would have been like, yo. I mean, this, this song goes. I, I don't know what else to tell you. But I wrote four words. Go ahead. This song is immaculate. Yeah. This yeah. Is, it's a perfect. This, it's a this is song. a perfect song. It's great. Yeah. And yeah. then the and the video is even better. Yeah. Timbaland at his best. Missy at her best. Best beat. Best everything is perfect. That's just fire. What? Oh my God. Yeah. And song then she is, comes back in. Something's yeah. crazy. All right. Uh, then we have uh, You Can't Resist. So this is not a highlight for me. Okay. But what I said was um, I actually really like this beat mm -hmm. and I really like Missy's flow on this. Yeah. And I just felt like the Hot Boys didn't really bring it here. That, you know what? That's mm. fair. I said if she had gone to someone like it from the Midwest, like a Twista or even a Jay Z, they would have known what to do, like from a double time flow, like what like we call chopping. They would have done something like that, and it would have sounded better to me. I, I wonder even if like maybe like a Ball and G or even like a UGK. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, because I I think you're right. I do think that BG in particular, like I've never been a big fan of BG, but I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that he has not contributed things, right? Mm -hmm. But Juvenile didn't really deliver either. Yeah, they both they both sounded like either one they were intimidated by the beat and didn't know how to approach it, or yeah. two. They didn't take Missy seriously enough to give her a, a, like a top quality performance. I think, nevertheless, this is still a highlight for me just yeah. because, um, like, this is one of the filler tracks that kind of excites me. Okay. Because uh, I, I think she sounds great on it. I think it's a good beat. She does. It's got that like selling vibe to mm -hmm. it. And I was like, oh, I have Juvenile and BG on here. And I wasn't even really lit thinking about what they were saying. I was just yeah, like, hey, yeah, I had yeah. Juvie and, 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 and BG on here. Yeah, like, this true. is dope. Yeah. But you're probably right. They probably didn't deliver. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a standout for, performance for sure. Nah, not at all. Yeah. Um, so now we have uh, Crazy Feelings. How do you feel about this one? So this is where the album starts to lag for me. Like, really? Like, like I, I don't love or hate this song. I mm. love the concept of the fact that it exists more than I love it. Okay. Um, I love that Missy has a young Beyonce who hasn't gone solo yet yeah. before the writings on the wall, which is their big breakout album, um, and has her on the album by herself. Like I think that's that's great and amazing. But the song doesn't do much for me personally. Uh, this is a highlight for me. Okay, why? Well, for one, it reminds me of that song uh, that we like to party. I may like the like vocally like the way that they the way they filter the voice. Mm. I may be young, but mm. I'm ready. Mm. The crazy feeling, like mm -hmm. it kind of has like that same kind of vibe to it. Okay, and it also reminds me of a bunch of like Beyonce songs like that came later. Like, but you don't even like Beyonce. I know, I know, I know. But it's a highlight because. So, well, so but I love that song. It, it reminds you of Beyonce songs, but you don't like Beyonce. I love We Like to Party though. Okay. Yeah, that that song that song is one of, one of my favorite Beyonce songs. Okay. Right? The other thing too is it like I this was the one I think that Beyonce outshined Missy on here. I was so surprised. Okay. Like I don't like when Missy comes in, I don't I'm not really feeling it. And when Beyonce comes in, I'm like, look, I don't even really like Beyonce's voice all that much, but I think she does a better job on here than Missy. Okay. And I think the fact that like the hook, because it gave me such like we like the party vibes on it sonically, mm -hmm. right? Um this to me was a good cap to the album. Okay. Right. So I uh, so this is this is this is a highlight for me. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. So just to kind of recap real quick, mm -hmm. if I were to make this a classic, uh, I would completely get rid of Beat Fighters. I'm not yeah. sure what I would start it with. 
I might even, you know what? I might just start it with she's a bitch. Who knows? Yeah. Right? I might but, just start it right but off it, the But it's that. tough. It, you would have to then create a better song. Because you can't have your the best song be the first song. Because then the rest of the album becomes a disappointment. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think that for me, um, the Busta Rhyme, Busta Rhyme is good. I think I might have just tried to tweak part of her vocal a little bit. Because like mm -hmm. the part that it... Where she's kind of like a little kid, like screaming, whatever. Like, yeah, I didn't really yeah, like that part. Yeah. Dangerous Minds. I think that when you have Redman on here, killing it, and Missy on here, killing it, mm -hmm. you have Funk Doctor Spot. Timberland can make a funky beat. Okay. You know what I mean? And instead, he gave me a beat that sounded too much like the other filler tracks. So for me, the the, the highlight filler tracks for me, not highlight, but like the main filler tracks for me on this album okay. are, are, are Beat Fighters, Dangerous Mind, You Don't Know, um... Mr. DJ, sticking for uh, sticking chickens, we did it, and I guess that's kind of it. Smooth right? chick isn't a, a filler song to you. Sticking chickens, a smooth smooth. Oh, not, did I say smooth chick? You didn't. I don't because it doesn't sound like those other ones. Oh, you're saying they sound sonically they, they all kind of sonically kind of okay, give me the it. same kind of vibe. It. Okay, and because of that, I'm like, especially with beat biters on there. It's like, like I don't want to listen to Dangerous Minds and be reminded of a song that I heard earlier. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you got rid of beat biters. And then Dangerous Minds, you, you switch up that mm -hmm. beat. And then maybe, and then I Man, probably would have gotten I love that joint. Which one? The beat Dangerous on it? Dangerous Mouths. Yeah. You, you, Dangerous could, you, you couldn't get rid of that for me because it it's to me, it's the most, you're 3000, blah, 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 futuristic. Like, like it, okay. that and She's a Bitch to me are the ones that hit the theme sonically the most Interesting. out of all the All ones. right. Well, yeah. never, nevertheless, though, um, you know, You Don't Know is probably a song that we don't need. I think that. Mr. GJ probably would have needed to have been sequenced differently because I do think that ultimately it's a it's a it's a good song, um, and I think that I would have gotten rid of "We Did It" and "Smooth Chick." I would have expanded on the beat and given mm. me a different song structure and really kind of leaned into those elements. Okay. Maybe he thought it was too much of a risk. Yeah. Um, after that, though, and then I would have gotten rid of those little Kim's, uh, uh, those little Kim sketches. But after mm. that. You know, this album to me is 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 really dope. And I think the yeah. things that I didn't like about it is because there was too much kind of monotony in some of the songs that I didn't like. Mm. And so because it's like, you know, because there's so many of them, I'm like, all right, yeah. this is kind of like grating on me a little bit. And so if you mm. got rid of a few, those other ones probably would not have stood out as much. And I just would have been a, it, it just would have been a better overall experience for me. So that's, that's my quick make it a classic. Mm -hmm. If I have to do a quick one, I would make some of the same changes as you. I would I'd right. remove some of those songs, particularly like Beat Biters and yeah. a lot of the ones towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the, the small kind of tweaks that I would do is um, I would go back to the home base a little bit more. So yeah. give me give me some genuine. Yeah, no genuine. Give me yeah. give me a little bit of um of uh what's to uh, uh more Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. Give me you know Mocha and, oh, and yeah, Nicole Mocha. Ray and you know the the core. <laughs> folks a little bit more of them. Nicole Ray's all over this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I like Lil Mo. Um, you know, so I think I think maybe I would make it a little bit more a, a crew album and a little bit less a Missy album. Okay. And I think that would help to fill out some more of this. Interesting. Um, because she has so many um features that are outside of the crew already that she can use the crew to to fill more space. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not how I would have approached it because I like the way that the, the features are on here. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, with the exception of Kim. But um, I can see how that would work, too. Yeah. I would just, I would just you know, maybe add, let's say, three to four more songs. Yeah. And, you know, some of them have some appearances from Genuine and maybe Timbaland and Magoo, even though we don't love them as vocal performers. And, you know, just yeah. the crew, the, the, the core crew that, that kind of makes it a them thing. I got you. Yeah. Well, nevertheless, um, I do think this is a really good good album. Yeah. Um, and I think that one of the reasons why I was being, I guess, critical of it is just because I do enjoy those other two albums more than this. Okay. Even though this probably has my favorite Missy song on here, which she's a bitch. Um, there's not a bad word you will ever hear me say about this song. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I also love All of My Girl and I do like Hot Boys. I too. love All of My Girl. It's so good. so good. They're so good. But yeah. I, I, I think the thing for me, though, like I said, if I took out, like, if I took out, you know, the three best songs from this, and then I took out the three best songs from the of other the other projects. ones. Yeah. Or even like even like the four or the five best songs from those other albums. I think I would still enjoy those albums more than this one. Okay. Right? So Maybe. yeah. But that's also that's also goes to show how strong those other albums are. Yeah. The only reason why we haven't really done tributes for them is because these are all projects that I listen to 
after the fact. I mean, the most, yeah. the one that I that I was most that I was there for, for real, for real, was mm-hmm. so addictive mm-hmm. because I I did listen to that album at the time. I just didn't buy it. Okay, you know what I mean. But the singles were all over the place, and people yeah. were playing the album as well. So I heard oh, yeah. that one. Oh yeah. So we could potentially talk about that one yeah. if we were to do this. I do have a where for where were you for that. Whereas I don't really have one for Super Duper Fly. Okay. But I think Super Duper Fly is incredible. Oh my gosh, I will never forget where I was the first time I heard the the rain. Um, yeah, I'm I'm mean, yeah. was too. So I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I would video. say we we yeah exactly. I would say, you know, we said we wanted to do um, more music from the South. Mm-hmm. We said we wanted to do more music that included, you know, women mm-hmm. as as main characters. Yeah. And so I felt like this, you know, doing a Missy album allowed us to kind oh, of sure. check both of those boxes at the same time. Yeah. And so I'm glad we had an opportunity to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're wondering why you, if you're wondering why we did this one versus the other two, we explained that. Um, if you think this is the best one, let us know. Yeah. If um, let's 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 get folks folks who are are watching this or mm-hmm. or hear this that's posted, rank the, those first three Missy albums for mm-hmm. us. Tell us yeah. which one you think is first, second, and third, and that's between um, Super Duper Super Fly, Duper Fly the, Real, the World. Real World, and so Missy addictive. So Addictive. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know in the comments which ones you think you think are, are, are number one through three, yeah. and we'll see uh, we'll see how folks uh, kind of rate that. Yeah. Uh, I think that should wrap it up. You have anything else? Nope. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Niggas stole my car, won't you get mine? Get your ass a black eye. Oh, say bye-bye. I'ma get your body to the sky. Run through your click. Nigga, you pissed, don't trip. I'ma have to bust you in your lips. And the whips, better have a whole lot of chips. Cause I ain't for no nigga giving tips. She's a bitch. When you say my name, talk more junk, but won't look my way. She's a bitch. See, I got more cheese. So back on up while I roll up my sleeve. She's a bitch. You can't see me, Joe. Get on down while I shoot with flow. She's a bitch. When I do my Thing. Got the place on fire, bring it down the flame. Roll up in my car, don't stop, won't stop. I'ma keep it rocking to the clock, don't top. I'ma keep it hot, let my ass on fire. I'ma grab a fillet, go and roll it at the bar. What you talk, what you say, huh? Gotta flow, gotta move it slow, huh? Better you running out the dough, huh?